They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then, a man in their synagogue, who was possessed by an impure spirit, cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this? A new teaching and with authority? He even gives orders to impure spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. May I speak and may we all hear in the name of God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Reading we just heard is the gospel reading for today. Before I try and link that to baptism, we're going to look at some slides on, on the screen. I'll come back to those in a moment. Keep me guessing. Baptisms are wonderful family occasions, an opportunity for relatives and friends to come together to celebrate a key event, one of those liminal moments which enrich our lives, which we will look forward to and hopefully remember with joy, with love, and maybe even some laughter. And especially in the baptism of someone so young as Sophia, there is also the unspoken celebration of God's gift, of this new, lively person, so full of energy, so full of interest, reaching out to take the microphone, reaching out to take the piece of paper, curiosity, and a delight that melts even the hardest of hearts. And one can already see parts of her personality coming out, already see the natural way she can bend people to her will. <laughs> but even in these key liminal moments, we sometimes miss what is actually happening. Miss the enormity, the beauty, the amazing truth of what is right there before us. What is happening in our presence, 
before our eyes. This story we've heard from Mark's Gospel is the first miracle that Mark recalls that Jesus has done. There he is, teaching in the synagogue, explaining the Jewish scriptures, revealing God's purposes in the world, and this man, sitting there maybe for 30, 60 minutes, suddenly cries out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Well, it's one way of interrupting a sermon, bringing a bit of life into the proceedings. There's Jesus perhaps talking about the love of God as a father, how he wants to have a relationship with all of his children. And this man shouts out something about being destroyed, about being wiped off the face of the earth. But Jesus does not just see the surface stuff. He sees what is really happening behind what is physically visible. He sees in the spiritual realm, like wearing infrared goggles at night can allow you to see heat at night. He has eyes that can see into the spiritual. He sees the demon, the evil spirit, possessing this man, and he instantly commands it to be quiet and to leave the man. The spirit does not speak again. It can't. Jesus has commanded it to be silent, and it shakes the man violently and comes out with a shriek. So many things in these few verses. Demons and evil spirits do exist. They can oppress and possess people. Jesus Christ, a human being, yet also the Holy One of God. God himself in human form. And demons are afraid of Jesus. Jesus has complete authority over them and commands them to depart from any who they have imprisoned or oppressed. Well, what has this got to do with today's baptism? Everything. Those images I showed at the start were images, paintings that people had drawn on pavements and clever moulding that people had made on their bodies. But they were not real. Today we are bombarded by images, by half-truths, by untruths, by man-made theories of life, so much so that we no longer see the truth. The truth that God, the supreme being, creator of the universe, is real and loves each one of us with a love that is beyond our understanding. That we human beings are separated from God by the things we say or do which are contrary to God's will. And that Jesus Christ, God himself, came to put that right by becoming a human being and allowing himself to die on a cross in order to, store, to restore 
that broken relationship with God the Father. And baptism is a public announcement and decision to become a follower of Jesus Christ. We started the baptism with the words, to enter the kingdom of heaven. Heaven is real, a real place ruled and governed by a king, Jesus himself. And to enter it, we must be born again of water and the spirit. And baptism is the sign and the seal of this new birth. And then we can experience the reality of heaven here, now, in the present. And then there were those six key questions. Rejecting evil in all its forms and turning to Christ. Turning away from all the evil in the world brought about by Satan and his demons and turning to the only one who has authority over Satan, the Holy One of God, Jesus Christ himself, God's Son. And then those lovely words spoken over Sophia, Christ claims you for his own. Receive the sign of the cross. I wonder if you sense something happening when those words were spoken. Sophia has been marked with the cross of Jesus Christ, that cross made sacred and holy, that cross made powerful by his death. And she is now marked with that. And everyone in the spiritual realm, in heaven and on earth, can now see that cross marked on her. Christ has claimed her for his own. And then the prayer over the water, asking God to make it holy and special for his purposes, so that Sophia would be cleansed of anything that might separate her from God, and that she can be filled with the Holy Spirit and know for herself that God loves her as his adopted child, safe in Christ forever, not just in this life, but in the life that is to come. And now she's a member of that vast family of people, Christians in every age, every nation, who are all adopted children of God. And I, and I can now say to her, as we all can, hello, dear sister Sophia. It's great to have you part of the family. Laura and Ben and the godparents have promised to care for her, to pray for her, to help her to follow Christ, to find her place within his kingdom, doing his will, seeking his purposes, receiving his love and revealing that love to others. And we are all called to come alongside them in this responsibility, to encourage, to strengthen, to nurture them all in this journey as they walk together with Christ, our Lord. 
and our Redeemer. I'd like to finish with a short clip entitled The Source, at the end of which we will sit in silence for a moment and then I shall say a short prayer. We ask that you come upon each one of us now and enable us to know you more deeply, more completely, for you are our life, you are our Lord, you are our Redeemer. We ask this in your precious name. Amen. If you're able, would you please stand?